Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Good evening and welcome to Experiences Unexplained. My name is Jesse Clark. I have another great episode lined up for you all tonight and I can't wait to get to it. But first, I just want to get these quick announcements out of the way. If you yourself are enjoying this podcast and you know someone else who would also enjoy this podcast, please feel free to share the show with any of your friends. And also, if you could, please leave a good review in Apple Podcasts or whatever platform you choose to listen to this show. If you have an experience that you would like to have featured on the show, please call our hotline and leave a voicemail telling your story. That number for our hotline is 1-270-290-0900. I would like to add that you can always submit your story anonymously if you would like to hide your identity or your location. If you'd like to keep it private, there's no need to add this information. You can also visit our website at experiencesunexplained.com and click the Submit Your Experience tab and view other methods in which you can submit your story. Lastly, I'd like to announce that we actually have a few social media pages that you can follow now. We are live on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Simply just search Experiences Unexplained and you will find this podcast on those platforms. So now that we have those announcements out of the way, let's get on with tonight's episode. I have another great episode lined up for you guys this week. Last week you heard from my brother and I thought it would only be appropriate to hear from my other sibling this following week. So this episode will feature a conversation with my sister. I am actually the youngest out of my siblings, and my sister is the oldest. She is six years older than me, my brother is three years older than me, and I am the baby of the family. Some of the experiences that you'll hear tonight and stories that my sister tells, I was either not born yet or I was a young baby, so I can't speak on all of these experiences, but I 100% believe my sister when she says that they happened. My sister's not the type of person that goes out and looking for the paranormal. She's actually still creeped out by all this stuff. So it really gives credit to her experiences because she's not wanting to experience these type of things. So without further ado, here is a conversation between me and my sister where she is talking about some of her very own paranormal experiences. Let's, uh, I guess, start this off with uh, some of your early childhood experiences. Yeah, so obviously this story happened to me, but I don't 100% remember it, considering that I was a small baby. Um, It's been told to me my whole life from mom. But uh, 
when I was real little, probably about, I don't know, two, three years old, something like that. Uh, Dad worked on a horse farm in Paris, and it was one of those where where he was a farmhand and worked on the farm or whatever, he was able to live in a house on the farm, too. Um, Mom and dad, I guess they rented it or whatever. Um, When we first moved in, mom would say that stuff would get moved around the house. Like she would make me a bottle or food or whatever and sit it on a table and it would um, be moved to another room. She had one of those lamps in the house, if you remember them from the 80s, the touch lamps. Yeah. That had, uh, you know, the metal pieces on it, and you'd tap it, and it Yeah, light Cody up. still had one of those in your old bedroom, and <laughs> yeah. it would actually tap on and off uh, when he was sleeping, yeah. or just being there chilling. I experienced, I've seen it, yeah. I witnessed that. Yeah, well, in my old bedroom, there's good reason for that. So. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, mom would say in this house that, you know, the lamps would go off and on all the time, like somebody was touching them, or things like that. Well, when she finally moved me to my own room, it was a small house. I think it had like two bedrooms and uh, the small room, she had decorated it and put this picture on the wall that was like a bear eating honey or something like that. Very babyish. Yeah. <laughs> she said the picture would get knocked off all the time. She would hang it back up and it would get knocked off. When I finally started sleeping in there, I would not sleep well. She said I would scream and cry all the time and say I didn't want to be in there and I would say the mean man is in there and the mean man is in there and she was like I don't know what the heck you're talking about so um one day she said that there was a horse that was having a baby or something like that and dad had called her and said can you come down to the barn we walk outside and she puts me in the truck and I'm just like waving at the house like hey see you later buddy and she's like who are you waving at And uh, I told her, I said, well, just the guy on the porch, the mean man with the gun. And of course, there's no one there. And mom's like, what the heck are you talking about? So when she gets down to the barn, she's telling dad about it. It's like, Brady keeps talking about this mean man and this guy with the gun. Well, they talked to either the owner of the farm or someone there. And the guy that actually lived in the house before us had killed himself. He shot himself in what was my bedroom. So uh, apparently I was seeing this dude. (laughs) And uh, And how how old were you at this time? I have no clue. I would say three or less. Yeah. Yeah. I was very young. So obviously I have no memory of it, but mom talks about it fairly often when you bring up ghost stories. She's like, well, Brandy would see this guy all the time. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, that's probably your first experience with this stuff. Yeah, for sure. I don't know, but I mean, he it seems kind of weird because I would call him the mean man and it, mom said I was absolutely terrified of him at night. But during the day, it was kind of like, hey, friend, <laughs> what's yeah. going on? So you never gave him like an official name, just always referred to him as mean man. As far as I know, that's all mom would say. And I I wish I knew more about it. Don't know the guy's name right. or even really the name of the farm. Right. Dad probably does yeah. if we would ask him, but somewhere in Bourbon County. Yeah. <laughs> You don't remember what he looked like, though? Just No. Well, it's it's still a good story. I think it's creepy. Like, you didn't know about that until you looked further into, like, the previous owner, and then... Yeah, uh, they had no clue. I guess that was not disclosed before they moved into the house. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Unfortunately, but... Um, sometimes you figure those things out on your own in a weird way. Yeah, so it was... Uh, 
I guess that would explain all the poltergeisty stuff going on in the house too. And yeah, I would say that had something to do with it. If uh, he killed himself, he definitely probably had some demons yeah. to deal with. Well, and it was my understanding that we didn't stay there too much longer after that. I think. Uh, I doubt that's a coincidence. Yeah, <laughs> I think he got a little aggressive and yeah would break some things and was just not. Uh, I think that's why mom and dad has stayed in the house they're in now for so long is because compared to that, what they deal with in their house now is not that big of a deal. Yeah, yeah, but that's when dad was a farmhand and then he got the job at the factory in town. So he, we left, but um, yeah, that so, was the uh, first one. Yeah, so uh, talk a little bit about what you've had happen to you at mom and dad's current house. Sure. So like you had mentioned in the episode before, our parents' home was built in the 1890s. It's um, very old. It's probably had so many people come and go and families. But, you know, mom and dad bought it when I was six. So they've owned it for Many, many years. Yeah, I had my <laughs> first birthday there. Yeah, yeah. So um, when I was young, growing up the entire time, so this would probably start from the time I was six till I was 18 and out of there. My bedroom, I'm not sure what the deal is with that room, but like Cody talked in the previous episode about a man that would come and mess with the TV or whatnot. Um, there was definitely a male presence in that room. Multiple times between the time frame that I lived there, I would see basically a shadow man at the end of my bed. He would stand and I could see his figure, but nothing else. It was just like literally like somebody's shadow, but you could tell it was a man. And uh, the front of the bedroom had those big bay windows. So he would stand in front of one and just kind of block it. Um, I felt like he watched me a lot at night. It would be one of those things where I would, something would wake me up for no reason at like two, three o'clock in the morning. And I would lay there and, <laughs> you know, hold the blanket up and peek out of the corner of one eye because I was like, man, if I pretend to not be awake and not see him, he's going right. to go away. Um, but no. <laughs> my whole childhood he just hung around um it, it it kind of became one of those things where I almost was accustomed to him just being there it's like oh he's back he never did anything like physically like scratch or harm or anything like that so I have no clue really what his uh deal was but one thing that I could remember is I had a very old tv growing up in um my bedroom it was it's one of those gray ones it was actually my uncle's from college and it i want to say it was like a early 90s model and it had a button on it um it had knobs to turn the ch channel it was almost like a dial and there was a button that you would push and it would make the tv go black and white like take the color out of it well i'm assuming it was this man would mess with the tv while i would have it on in the evenings um it would I'd be sitting there watching TV and all of a sudden the color would go out of the TV. Like I had pushed that button, but I didn't. Yeah. Growing up in mom and dad's house, there would constantly be things moved in my room. Like I would come in and sit something down, come back and it's gone and it'd be on the other side of the room or it would not be in the room at all. 
and show up again later. <laughs> yeah, and it would start fights among us sometimes because the last person that had that thing would be blamed for it, but we would end up finding it in a place where you'd already looked sometimes. Sure, yeah, you know, or mom or dad getting mad at us for moving their stuff. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Pretty sure it was that dude. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, there would be things like that. I would hear footsteps all the time. I mean, I just come accustomed to that. Growing up, I'd be downstairs. I'd hear him walking around in my bedroom or in the attic. You could yeah. hear footsteps uh, probably three out of seven days a week <laughs> yeah. in the attic or um, moving around the upstairs. I know you had talked about in a previous episode, the typing. Yeah. Yeah. That was a big one for me. It was towards... I want to say I was in college then because I remember coming home on the weekend and um, I heard it and I said something about it. And I remember you saying, oh, yeah, it's been doing that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, that's not new. <laughs> so I think it was one weekend I was staying there, but um, I, I could hear. I just say him because I assume I don't know what kind of ghost it was, but it would move things around in that computer room be typing, moving that chair. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It was it was definitely it's, creepy. I really wish me and Cody got a message when we pulled up that Microsoft Word document and seen but it it wasn't happening every single night. And I think we only tried that experiment like one night. Mhm. And it wasn't doing it frequently enough for us we didn't even stay up to see if it did it that night while that Microsoft Word document was open. So it may have not even worked, but it would have been interesting to see what they had to say or maybe they said who they were or something like that. But um, it's it's funny you say you think it's a guy, but every time we've seen somebody mostly in there, it's been that lady. Like I know Cody saw that lady and you mm -hmm. saw a lady. You want to talk about when you saw a lady? Sure. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, I do say a guy. Um, I did see a lady, but I feel like, especially the one in my bedroom was definitely a male because it just gave that vibe yeah. and was bigger. So I want to say I was probably 12, 13 years old, something like that. I can't remember the exact age. I was home one day. I don't know if I was home from school or what, but mom and dad was not they weren't home. You guys weren't there. So that what makes me think that I was homesick from school or something like that. Uh, at the time, my grandparents lived with us. And um, my grandfather was outside. I think he was painting the house. They were working on the house, um, you know, painting trim, scraping, all that fun stuff. And uh, my grandmother wanted to do some stuff on the inside of the house. So she was folding laundry and I came into what was yours and Cody's old bedroom. And uh, I was helping her fold clothes. And the, we were folding clothes on the bed. And to the left of the bed was an old dresser. Uh, you know, mom always liked to get furniture from older times. Right. <laughs> so it was kind of like this antique dresser. And it had a huge mirror on it. And the mirror on the dresser faced the doorway. So we're sitting there. Folding all the clothes on the bed, I fold a shirt over and I just happen to look up in that mirror. And when I do, there's a woman standing in the doorway. 
and I see her reflection in the mirror. So I don't know if she was in the mirror or in the doorway, but she was definitely in that doorway. And she had no face. It was it's by far one of the craziest things I've ever seen in my life. Like there was a hole where her face nope. should be or is it was just, just blank? It was blank, like solid gray. She had no face. Dude, you know what that reminds me of? What? Have you watched <laughs> the new uh, Haunting of Blah Manor? You know... I'm a real weird person because I love this kind of stuff. I cannot watch horror movies. Uh, I love. It's a show. Have you watched The Haunting of Hill House? The first no, season? No, I can't do it. Jumpy, so good. jumpy stuff gets me, man. If it's if it's like gets my anxiety on level 10, like when they're walking and it's the music and it's like something's going to jump out. And I know it's not real. <laughs> well, if any of you listening have watched The Haunting of Bly Manor, the thing she just said is going to freak you out mm. because there is something in that show. I'm not going to spoil it <laughs> because it just came out like this week, the new season of that. But well, that's uh, really creepy. You said she had no face, no face. So she's standing there and she is in a nightgown and it looks like a nightgown from a, anywhere from like 1960s back. So it's this long sleeve like peach nightgown with lace around the wrist and around the neck and it's got like a little white bow and she had really long gray hair so that's what makes me kind of think that it's like an earlier time because like when ladies would have long hair and do all the updos and things like that and they would wear it down at night yeah but she stood there in the doorway and had like i said no face it was literally just like gray blur and as I look up and see her, obviously, it's like a panic. Yeah. And I turn around and I look at my grandmother and I said, Granny, did you see that woman? She's like, what woman? Like, I was crazy. I said, the woman. There was a woman standing right there. I'm like losing my mind. <laughs> and um, she's like, you're joking. I'm like, no, I'm dead serious. I just saw this woman. She's standing in the doorway. She had no face. So Grady got freaked out. Yeah. She said, let's go get your papaw. We go outside. I tell Papa what's going on. He comes back in the house and he's like, no way. I said, yes, yes, yes. So we all go back upstairs and we're standing in the bedroom. All of a sudden, we hear a door slam downstairs. Again, at this time, nobody's home but the three of us. And that door slams. And he said, what was that? We step out into the hallway. All of a sudden, every door in the house starts slamming. Like you just hear it all throughout the house. Slam, 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 slam. And the sound is moving. It sounds like upstairs door slamming, downstairs door slamming. However, there is not one door moving in the house. <laughs> I cannot explain it. If I did not physically sit there and go through it myself, I would never believe somebody telling me. But it's, I will never, ever forget it. We're just standing there. And you can hear it. It's just like, you know, when you have headphones on and the sound just moves sometimes, yeah, like a like a panning. movie. Yes, yeah. pan. Yeah, I don't know what it's called. No, it's fine. But that's exactly, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly what it was like. That's but crazy. it was door slams yeah. and not one door moving. Right. And uh, of course, when mom and dad get home, I tell them, and dad thinks I'm crazy. <laughs> of course, yeah. And mom's like, what? I mean, <laughs> anyone would. If you told them that, like. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, 
Luckily, I have my grandparents to back me up. Yeah. Both of them heard it and saw everything other than the woman that I did as well. That's so crazy. Do you think she was mad that you saw her and that's why she was slamming everything? I have no clue. I have no clue. But um, I don't know what she's up to. <laughs> Trying to freak us out for sure. You know, it's really weird. Like for the most part, all of our experiences aren't really violent. But every now and then, like, it'll show its teeth. Mm -hmm. It seems like, like. Cody almost got pushed down the stairs. Well, he did get mm -hmm. pushed down the stairs. Uh, and like it'll start slamming and moving stuff and like throwing like decorations. Like, and it's it's not every night and it's not like every year or anything. It's just like every now and then it just does something crazy. Just to remind us, it's kind of still there. I mean, we could go a year and a half and see nothing, and then all of a sudden right. there was something. Um, it seemed to be more active when we were younger. And I think that was because mom and dad were working on the house more. And, you know, they say it's like a thing. If you work on houses and disturb stuff that it yeah. you know, makes I wonder, activity more. Because now that dad's retired, he's been doing some housework. Mm -hmm. He just repainted the outside. Yeah. And that's what Papa was doing when that happened. Yeah. <laughs> so, yep, painting the house. And he's he's deaf, so he wouldn't hear if uh, no. all the doors were slamming in the house. So, uh I wonder if any of that's been going on. Yeah, no, it was uh it was something that's for sure. And you know, uh, that was probably the major thing that happened to me, but that's pretty daggone major. Yeah, that's freaky. It was. Uh smaller things would happen all the time like during the same time period, you know, I was sitting on uh our aunt's bed. She lived there at the time too. Mom and dad had a big house for those listening. That was like, oh, all these people lived with you. It was five bedrooms. It was like, I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I said did have. They still live there. No. But uh, so my aunt was staying there. And I remember one night I went into her room and I sat on the end of her bed and she gets up and goes into the bathroom to take a shower. And I'm sitting on the bed and I cannot remember what I'm doing. I'm reading a book or something. And all of a sudden the light starts getting brighter and brighter and brighter. And this is the ceiling light. And it gets so bright that it's almost like a spotlight and then it just shuts off. And freaked me out <laughs> because there is no dimmer switch. That light cannot be adjusted. But somehow the light would get brighter and brighter and brighter and then it just shut off. And I remember running downstairs and telling mom and dad. And dad's response was, never be afraid of the light. <laughs> Like, of course not. However, <laughs> I wonder, when it is not natural, it's going to freak you out. Yeah. I wonder if there's something electrical with that, though. Could be. Could be. Very I don't know could enough, be. I don't know enough about that stuff. It never happened again. And uh, I don't know. Yeah. So very possible. I mean, there's strange stuff that happens electrical sometimes, like this laundry room that we have down mm -hmm. here. Uh, we'll put a brand new light bulb in it and it's one of those ones like this, mm -hmm. the globe that has the double sockets and we'll replace both of them. And within like a month, it'll be out. Mm. And I don't know what the deal is. We don't have too high of a wattage. We go by the little warning label. We don't get too high of a wattage, but it just, it blows through light bulbs and I don't mm. understand it. It's Yeah. I don't know. I'm not saying it's paranormal or anything like that, but <laughs> I'm just saying it could be Bad something. Electric. Yeah, something weird, but um, so, that is spooky, though, if you don't know 
Well, yeah, I'm just you, I was just chilling on the bed. And I mean, I don't know how you would make a light bulb get brighter than what it always is. Right. I don't know. Right. Yeah. It was just it got very bright that's and the, then shut off. It was that's really weird. It was weird. So I definitely think, like I said before, there was the guy and then the woman. Uh, Cody had seen her, like you said in, in a previous episode, he talked about he come upstairs and she's standing in the hallway. I'd like to think it's probably the same woman because he said she was in like a dress or a nightgown or something too. Yeah. Mom told us later on one of the first few nights they ever lived in that house. When we first moved in, obviously you were a baby. I was six. <laughs> Cody was three. She said she's laying in bed. She heard like a laughing or a giggling and it disturbed her. And uh, she started to roll over and kind of wake up. And she said, all of a sudden, she heard somebody whisper, and it was a woman's voice. And it said, shh, be quiet. She's waking up. And mom said it freaked her out. So if it was a woman's voice, she was talking to somebody. So I've always felt like there's definitely more than one present at mom and dad's house. Yeah, that's the freaky thing, too, because you know they're, like, watching us sleep. Like you said, that Mm -hmm. guy was in your room, and you could see... Like he was watching you sleep and mom, obviously they're watching her sleep because they were talking about it. Like mm-hmm. that same experience where Cody was asleep and he woke up and the sound and his TV wasn't on. So he was asleep before that stuff started happening. So it seems like they're either watching us sleep all the time or they just choose when we're sleeping to kind of toy with us. Oh, and, for sure. Uh, Joe Rogan actually joked about this uh, on his podcast. He was like, why don't you ever see ghosts like during the daytime? He was like, you never see ghosts on the beach hanging out like. Hey, except for a woman with no face, because that was right in the middle of the day. Oh, really? Well, (laughs) it was daytime. He was outside painting the house. (laughs) Yeah. Well, that puts an end to that. (laughs) End to that theory, huh? Yeah. No, I mean, but it's true. A lot of times you don't see that stuff during the day. Most of the time it is at night. And it's probably, who knows? Well, they say, I think it was at two or three in the morning is witching hour. Yeah, that's when the... There's definitely has to be something to that. And, you know, just all the moon phases and how it controls the tide of the ocean. We don't know how all this stuff connects to everything. Like, no, we're learning new stuff all the time. So who knows? There's probably definitely something bigger at play. There's, um, you know, I, I don't know if you remember this. You may have been too young for it. If you, when we first bought that house, there was an area in the backyard that was like an old smoke shed. And uh, dad tore it down because it was in really bad shape. And when he did, he found all kinds of stuff. Um, he found clothes, sweatshirts, uh, plaid shirts, jeans, and it was old, old stuff. Um, yeah, we he, would dig stuff up and we'd find like full glass medicine bottles and yep. ceramic bowls. Yeah, all that kind of stuff. He... um. I remember it was real funny when dad was digging one time, dad came across bones and it freaked him out because he had also found like a plaque with a name and uh, turns out they were animal bones. <laughs> so that's yeah. always a good laugh, but, um, well, someone's going to get a good scare when they buy mom and dad's house because <laughs> yeah. they're going to dig up our dog's baby casket. Uh, no, dad got backyard. a casket donated and he buried our uh, childhood dog in it. <laughs> he yeah. was well loved. He yeah. was well loved. It was oh, yeah. appropriate. <laughs> yeah. 
But that's that's definitely uneasy when you're digging in your backyard and you come across bones yeah. and a plaque. It was like a it was like a stone plaque with like a name on it and dates. So uh Yeah, it's legit. Along with the clothes, it was a legit concern. Right. But um I think it's very interesting that there have been artifacts of the people that lived there before us buried all through the yard. Um, who knows? Yeah. What's attached to them? And like, you know, the original hardwood floors, you mm-hmm. know, the columns, the, you know, they just, in the past five or eight years, they replaced the slate shingle roof on it. Like mm-hmm. a lot of the original stuff's been in that house from the beginning. So I think there's definitely something to that. For sure. Yeah, I think uh, spirits attach themselves to things like that, for sure. Yeah. Um, So now, is there anything that you experienced after you moved out? Not too much that I can think of offhand. I'll be honest, we bought our house three years ago, and it was built in the 80s. And, uh, you know, I don't really ever hear too much. When we first moved in, we would hear a lot of what sounded like footsteps upstairs and um, you could hear the floor move and creak and things like that. And I really, it calmed down. It was weird because when we first moved in, it freaked me out. It did because that stuff still scares me. I, even though growing up around it and seeing as much as I saw growing up, it's not, it's still not something I want to see. <laughs> right. You don't go looking I'm not, for it. I'm not going looking for ghosts. That's for sure. I have, um, this is going to make me sound kind of crazy too, but there has been, I think I'm just a little sensitive to it, to be honest. I have been able to see while driving, like shadow figures on the side of the road and things like that. I've, in all kinds of places. No kidding. One time I wasn't driving. I was young. I was like nine or 10, probably riding in a car. And I think we were somewhere along the bypass in Paris. And I was looking out the window and it was nighttime and I saw a girl like running, like almost the speed of the car, like beside the car. And it was freaky. Mm-hmm. And I haven't seen anything like that, like really in my older years. I've saw, I saw a saw a shadow guy one time, but that was like one of the times I saw, like she had like detail to her, like. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, man, like that was <laughs> it's never fun. It's definitely spooky and it freaks you out when you see something like that. It does. I have been um, actually driving to the point that like I think it's somebody and I, and I it almost freaks me out like I'm going to hit somebody and slam on my brakes and it goes away. Um, yeah, because in your line of work, you drive a lot. <laughs> I do drive a lot. And it's funny because I see that stuff mostly at night. Like you said, where are they during the day? Yeah. <laughs> you can't see them. And, you know, some people may say, oh, that's headlights or reflection off a tree or whatever. But I can tell the difference between somebody walking <laughs> and a light. But it's, it's probably been about a year and a half or two since I've seen something like that while driving. It's definitely calmed down, I guess, the older I get. But when I was younger, I felt like I was very sensitive to it and would see it a lot. Maybe you're just not staying up late enough anymore. No, I'm days. not. <laughs> it's at eight o'clock mom bedtime. Yeah. <laughs> I'm on it too, and I'm not even a dad, so don't worry. A blessing and a curse, I guess. It's kind of cool. It makes cool stories, but I'm not a fan of seeing the dead. <laughs> yeah. Well, hopefully you don't see it too much more, but if you do, always come Good back job. and uh, 
tell me some more stories. I love hearing it. Oh, for sure. Well, if there's nothing else you want to add, I guess we can uh, wrap this up. No, that's it for now. All right. I appreciate you coming and hanging out and sharing your stories with us. For sure. And that will do it, everyone, for this week's episode. I hope you enjoyed this episode and this conversation with my sister. If you have experienced anything similar to these stories that my sister told or any story that you've heard on this podcast, I would love to hear from you. I hope you guys join me again next Saturday. But until then, stay safe and keep your eyes peeled for anything unusual or unexplained. Thanks, everybody. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.